Hannah has asked me to talk about the pleasures of bryophyte hunting in tropical islands. I've been to many tropical islands. Usually I'm there for a longer period to make for a fairly substantial collection. My collection numbers include uh, over 112,000 specimens. They include a large percentage of the bryophytes of the world because I have been in so many countries. I like to do it. I like to do it because when you're working with flowering plants, you've got to spend all that time drying the plants, carting in huge amounts of, of equipment for drying the plants. With bryophytes, all you do is put the bryophytes you want to study into packets, hopefully separate packets. I remember Jack Sharp, my major professor, who used to produce what we called dung balls. Everything that came from a particular substratum always was stuffed together in such a manner that I, as one of the grad students, was designated to separate them into separate packets. At any rate, that was a lot of work. When you're collecting, you want to collect individual species, if possible, in each packet. I collected the normal moss packets, folded typewriter paper, folded so they will make a packet for about four by four centimeters in total size. At any rate, I collect everything that looks to be different from everything else. I've been blessed with a fairly good eyesight so I can, I can recognize differences in the plants in the field. I don't think too many things miss my attention. And this is what I've talked about earlier, that when you're in the field, you want to get everything that's there. And when you want to get everything that's there, best that you're able to put at least the genus name on most of the things you meet which I could do even in strange tropical areas. But there were many species and therefore genera that I did not recognize in the field. And so I had to do much more work when I get in, got into the laboratory. In general, I tried to, to, tried to continually upgrade my, my ability to recognize the genera of the particular area I was in and upgrading my knowledge meant going into the area in those, in those countries and visiting all the, all the specimens I'd never seen, genera I'd never seen. In that way, I was able to get probably 90% of the things identified the genus in the field. That saves you a lot of work in the lab. The nice thing about bryophytes is you don't have to have huge collection gear. The dryers and so on that you use for 
drying vascular plants are unnecessary in the bryophytes. What do we do? Normally what I, uh, what I did was to keep a lot of packets, empty packets, and once I'd stuffed it with a single species of some bryophyte that I'd just collected, put down all the label data, etc. I would then fold up the packets into groups of 10 to 20 specimens, fold it tightly in, in saran wrap, and wait until I got into the drier, drier places in the city and dry all our specimens in good dryers. In New Guinea, we had excellent dryers in the country, in the city of Ley on the north coast. So as a result, we got, got good specimens. What do I do when, when I can't get good specimens through drying them? I would normally dust them with paradichlora, with with paraformaldehyde, which is a formaldehyde, which turns into formaldehyde, which when mixed with water, so your specimens really stink of uh, of formaldehyde. But then you wrap them very tightly in plastic, and those specimens will will brown a little bit, but otherwise they're okay. What was the name uh, for moth in pigeon? What was the name for moss and pigeon? There were so many names, I didn't learn them. Um, they did have, they did have uses of mosses, which was interesting. The most interesting use of mosses in New Guinea was for their headdresses, for what they call sing-sings. As often as they can, they have sing-sings in which they invite, invite neighboring tribes, many of which they've been at war with, but invite neighboring tribes for a big feast. At the feast, they eat something other than sweet potatoes. They kill a lot of pigs and feast like crazy. And uh, to do this, you have to dress up, paint your face, put a wig of various various things uh, on, but almost always including uh, skins of birds of paradise. Birds of paradise are central to New Guinea, uh, New Guinea celebration. They used some of the larger mosses like Dawsonia for headdress because it makes a, it can be tangled or circled into into a substantial thing that adds to the top of their head and they use them for that. I had people recommending to me the various species of decora which lives there as well as down here. Various species of decora were good for the uh, women in the uh, menstrual cycle. I talk mostly about New Guinea because that is my favorite country. But the amount of country I've 
it's been in, in Ecuador, in Mexico, Dominican Republic, the Oceanic Islands like Fiji and Tahiti. I've been there a lot of places, seen a lot of interesting things. I'm 80 now. I won't be seeing too many more of them, but they stay with me for the rest of my life. I'm glad I became a bryologist. I'm glad I chose to do floristic work. It's a good feeling, field, and there's plenty of work to do for another couple of generations at least.